Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Welcome to Straight Talk with Andarisha, a show about living your very best life. So, you know, this show, so much has happened since I started Straight Talk. Um, the vision was to present a show on psychological topics, but not only psychological, but health topics and anything that helps people reach for their stars. That's a very big Sandraism is to reach for your stars. And how do we live our best lives? So what's happened in the last couple of years since doing the show is that you guys have been very kind to me and reached out to me from all parts of the world and um, guided me a lot on what we should be talking about and what's on people's minds. So most of the shows, when I set out to make a schedule, most of the shows, there's things that, especially when I started, that have come up that I really felt were paramount to living your best life. And then we've talked about things like anxiety and depression. And if you're listening now and those topics are of interest to you and you miss those shows, please know that you can listen to those shows anytime on www.straighttalksandrareach.com for free. There's no angle there. Um, So we've talked about anxiety and depression and all sorts of things. And about um, just a few weeks ago, I got an email uh, from someone, and it's amazing, actually, the serendipitousness of life, which in itself could be a radio topic. So let me explain what I mean. Um, If you pay attention in your life, uh, and again, that's not today's topic, but if you really stop and pay attention and notice things that flow into your life and people who show up and emails that suddenly appear that you don't know how you got them, uh, if you really think about that, you'll notice that all the time there's these weird synchronicities that happen in life. And I think one of the ways of living your best life is to pay attention to those synchronicities and be curious, like, you know, a course just shows up in my email, you know, box. Oh, this course is on something I'm interested in right now. Huh. Or even my guest today, who's not here yet, but when she joins us, we've talked on the radio many times about one of the therapists from my team who's going to be joining us today, Georgia Dow. You know, she I met her many years ago when she contacted me because she was answering an ad that I had placed for office space rental, except I never placed the ad. And, you know, we became very good friends and she's a big therapist at the clinic that I run here in Montreal. So again, synchronicity. So coming back to the theme of today's show, because you're probably wondering, like, that's all nice, but what's the topic today? Well, I got a, a very interesting email from somebody who told me that they started listening to the show, show solely to improve their English. They live in Spain, and they wanted to improve their English, and they ended up enjoying the show, which is lovely. And one of their friends has gone through a very difficult situation, which I'll talk about a little bit later when Georgia gets here, um, on grief. And I thought to myself, and she was asking for some support in that, and I thought to myself, wow, that's a topic that on Straight Talk we have not covered. And that's a topic we need to cover because unfortunately, grief is something that's going to show up in every one of our lives because unfortunately, life has loss in it. And I don't think we're necessarily taught how to grieve. 
Now, from a psychological standpoint, what we know is that grief that is not well taken care of turns into something called complicated grief. And complicated grief is can manifest as anxiety or depression. So you see how we're coming full circle. So before I go any further, let me invite you, if you are interested in this conversation, you want to join in, you're always welcome to call the show. And you can speak to us directly at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. Call in with any questions. If you prefer to send a text, 514-796-4357, with pleasure, we will get to it. If you prefer email, Info at helpforanxietydepression.com. And we will also get to it. So uh, feel free. Now, I'm going to break down the different categories and how the complicated grief works. But I want to start with sort of an overall concept that uh, loss is not always as direct as the death of someone. Although, of course, that's the biggie. Um, I treat lots of people who go through enormous loss in terms of breakups and heartbreak in their relationships or maybe not even overcoming the loss of a parent early in life. Um, How about the loss of a friendship? How about the loss of a pet? One of the most underestimated losses is people sort of go, well, it's a pet. And it's a mistake. And I think that my goal today would be to cover all these losses because the steps are the same, how you work through it. So that is going to be our goal today is to go through the steps. Again, I want to put out there what happens if you don't go through the steps. And many of us are like this. We go, okay, it happened. I'm over it. You know, my dad was old. It was expected. Or, you know, it's a pet. Let's not make a big deal about it. And the problem is, is like all other emotions, grief can get stuck in your body. Now, from a psychological point of view, emotions that get stuck in your body will manifest in a psychological symptom such as anxiety or depression. But this show is not only interested in psychological symptoms. As a matter of fact, I consider the psychological symptoms, if you're lucky, you get anxiety or depression. And you might be listening for the first time going, what? Is she saying it's lucky to get anxiety and depression? I am. I'm saying that because anxiety or depression have many functions. And one of them is to get you to pay attention that something's going on. And there are many people who do not get those symptoms, but the emotion gets stuck in the body and it can manifest as physical illness. And this is definitely also a passion of mine to explain and help people understand that it's kind of a pay now or pay later concept. Because the reason we sort of avoid dealing with grief is because like, who has time for it? And, you know, I don't want to cry and I don't want to feel sorry for myself. But the problem is it's pay now or pay later. So what do I mean by pay now, pay later? What I mean is basically grief needs to be worked through. Um, Another misnomer about grief that people don't realize, and before we really get into it, I want to put it on everyone's sort of mindset, is that grief includes feelings of sadness, but also anger. We're not taught that. We're taught the opposite. You're not allowed to be angry, God forbid, at somebody who died. Healthy grief includes anger, even at someone who died. And I know some of you might listening might be saying, feeling that's outrageous. How could you be mad at someone? It wasn't their fault. Of course not. But that doesn't change the fact that you could feel angry that it feels like they left you. And that's okay to feel that. There's nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, 
another premise that we got to get out there is emotions are always valid. It's what happens next that's relevant. If you wallow forever in them, that's a problem. But to acknowledge your emotions and to feel what you feel is completely healthy and normal and really step one in the grief process. So we're not going to block feelings that aren't pretty because you see that's what we do we're okay with feeling sad if we lose someone but if we were to get angry if I lost a parent and I was sad that I lost the parent that's socially very acceptable but if I were to feel angry like I can't believe they left me and that feels sort of outrageous because they didn't choose to leave me what I'd be likely to do is go oh Sandra you're being ridiculous you should not have that emotion and Actually, what I'm going to put out there for, you know, this first segment is my emotions are my emotions. So if I'm feeling angry, I need to work through the anger to get to release. And at release, then I will be able to say, okay, I work through it. And then it's not going to get stuck in my body. So I'm going to submit before the first break. And I, I want you guys to think about this on the break, that to really properly work through grief, your emotions must be always valid. That's actually true for everything, but we're going to use that for grief right now. And you need to allow those emotions to exist within you. Now, let's also put out before the break that what happens if you don't? So we've talked about physical illness and we've talked about anxiety and depression. The term in terms of psychology for this is called complicated grief. This is really dangerous because what happens is the grief stays stuck. It's not dealt with. And unfortunately, it comes out in weird places and weird things. You go to someone else's funeral, you freak out. Um, and there's another loss in your life and every loss triggers you enormously back to that moment when you lost someone significant. So that's where the pay now, pay later concept comes in is you didn't deal with it. And instead it keeps showing up and showing up and showing up. And often it can show up as anxiety or depression. So as we go to the break, I'm going to ask you to think about losses in your life. We've all had losses, losses of people we love, losses of pets, losses of people we loved. It didn't work out. The dream didn't come true. That's the hardest loss in a way, not harder than death, but harder than the actual breakup you have with someone is letting go of the hope and the dream. This is what I see people struggle with. A marriage ends. It's the the heartbreak is not necessarily the marriage ending. It's letting go of the dream on the day you said I do. So take a moment on the break. Think about those losses in your life and Let's ask ourselves during the break whether we really took the time to give validity to our emotions and really acknowledge what we were feeling. And when we come back, we're going to talk about horrible and difficult, like the email I got from this very difficult situation that the friend is going through. When we lose someone in the most unspeakable situations, what do you do then? How do you deal with that? We will be right back with Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. We're back and lots to talk about. And on the break, my special guest has arrived. She is in the house. She is someone uh, who's been on Straight Talk many, many, many times. And as I alluded to, I have this incredible history with her of synchronicity. I was asking you guys to pay attention to synchronicity in your life. And the day that she called for that office rental that I never advertised for was one of the best days of my life because uh, she is a close friend and, and someone I really respect as a top clinician at the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression. Yay, she works at the Montreal Center. Um, And I thought she'd be the perfect person to have on the show because grief is such an important topic and I want someone top-notch to talk about it. So she came in, I quickly briefed her on what we've talked about so far. Welcome back to Straight Talk, Georgia Dow. Georgia Dow. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and such an important topic. Yeah, well, we're very inspired by this lady who wrote to me in Spain. And again, she has a friend in Croatia who went through, and I just started to allude to this, um, someone in her family died very unexpectedly and through very upsetting circumstances where maybe it could have been avoided. And I think that adds to our equation of the, you know, the steps of dealing with grief, because I think that all grief is difficult. But when we add in the element, I was talking about 
about anger, we add in the element of external control, the locus of control disappearing. I think it accentuates. Before I get you into it, I do want to send a little shout out thanking our sponsor, Spa Minari, who allows us to do a show like this and try to help people. Um, Spa Minari is a spa in Montreal. That's also part of the grief process. I always tie it back to the subject, but there's always something. Because if you're going through grief, probably a good time to take a little time for yourself, wouldn't you say? Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, if you are in Montreal and you call them and mention Straight Talk with Sandra Reese, you get 15% off any service. Their number is 514-695-5040. Okay, you didn't hear the first segment, but I updated you. What are your first thoughts on grief, Georgia? You've been seeing clients for many years. It's it's one of the topics that we don't discuss we talk about the good things, but we're not taught how to grieve. Why are we not taught this? I think that it makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. I think that often that secondary trauma of hearing a, a, a horrible or sad story makes us so sad that we often avoid it. I, my parents are, are Anglo-Saxon. They, they avoid grief. They don't discuss these type of things. I was very lucky that my parents knew that that wasn't healthy and so that they tried not to do what their parents taught them. Right. Which was really, you would see someone crying, you would, honestly, you'd avoid them. You would avoid them so not to embarrass them. And that's, we've now seen as really maladaptive, but we also need to teach our children and those around us to grieve Mm. and to allow themselves that. And that not only is it allowed, but it's healthy. Grieving is not a sense of weakness. And often people think that it's weakness to grieve. I think what you're saying is extremely important. I have a few things I want to add on. I thank you so much for bringing me there. Um, I think you're 100% right. I think that as a society, we're uncomfortable even with pain. Mm -hmm. I just learned at a workshop I was just at recently that when we see someone crying, we hand them a Kleenex box and the unconscious message is, okay, you got to stop crying now. And that is not actually a good thing to do. Let the person emotes. And, you know, there can be a Kleenex by nearby, but they don't need you to jump in. And it also reminded me of when I took a course in university on death and dying, where the teacher explained to us that we have a tendency of saying, I'm sorry, he or she passed away. Mm -hmm. We have trouble even saying, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. he died. And so we use euphemisms. And actually, it's not really that good for the person who's in the situation because he didn't pass away. He died. It is rough. Okay. It is rough. And George and I have both lost parents. Yes. And I can tell you that another piece of the pie is that people, when they hear that I lost a parent, they just, they get nervous and they say, I'm sorry and change the subject. And would you agree with me? Because everyone's different, but I think that there is some research on this, that most of the times it's helpful to someone if you say a little antidote about the person who died, like, oh, what was your, or even if you didn't know them, what was your mother like? Like uh, she died like so many years ago. What was she like? I would have loved to know her. Will not make the person more sad. It will actually, it gives the person back a piece of the person. Yeah. And you want to, you want to read their cues. Of course. You know, if, if you can tell that yeah, they are walking away, subject, <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't drag them back either. You want to be, to give them the space and be able to have them that space. But if they change the subject, go with that. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. But no yeah. shame in no shame in asking a question, you know? And going there. But I think that people feel very uncomfortable yeah. talking it's about weird. death because they don't want to create sadness. Like sadness is something you should avoid, which I think cycles into the entire problem of yes. why Complicated we grief. don't deal with this. Right. This is why people are buying their children um, a, the, the extra goldfish because they don't want their children to go through right. the death. of. It's really good to start off with a goldfish, your first death to be a goldfish other than someone that you love. It's, it's, learning about death is healthy and important 
And I think it's that one of the most common thing. It's the most common thing we all share. Yes. We all share that yes. in your life, someone's going to die. Yeah. Including I, you. Yes. And I think that my parents sheltered me. Like they yeah. really did shelter me. I don't think that I, I never went to a funeral. They, yeah. And again, I know why they didn't want me to go through pain, but it would have been helpful for me. I'm, yeah. I'm not a bereavement therapist as a specialty for a reason. I had to go through it. Now I've dealt so much with that and I feel more comfortable to it. Uh, it's not going to be my specialty, I but have, I feel much more comfortable dealing with death because I have dealt more with death. And I and, wish that that was younger. And I think you, you just brought up a point that's so important and I didn't think of it. But you know, I have other friends and friends who are therapists on, on top of it who have never been to a funeral because the idea was to, like you just said, to shelter the child from the pain. Yes. And I think that as therapists, we're, we're really teaching the opposite. We're really saying, no, as, you know, we don't want to traumatize our children, yes. but we want our children to know that death is a part of life. Yes. Don't kill the goldfish. No. But allow the natural right. process and of bringing your child to a funeral is a good lesson. Yes. It's a good lesson. So yes. that comes back to where we started on complicated grief. So I put out there as step one, that whatever emotions you feel when someone dies, or I, it's not only when someone dies, we talked about a breakup with a girlfriend or a boyfriend, mm-hmm. pets, anything. Yes. Whatever emotions Job you feel. Loss. Exactly. Loss of any dream really Ooh, is grief good, good okay so first of all to allow yourself the emotion i said pay now or pay later mm-hmm. you know because it's going to come get you and to validate the emotions yes. what's the next step so that somebody doesn't get themselves into trouble well i was going to even ask the step before that oh what if you are not even able to allow yourself to grieve. Yeah, well, I, I deal with a lot of people that, yeah. you know, find, found that grieving or crying or being upset was a weakness. They couldn't do it. I see a lot of people, more often men, but also women that have a real difficulty in even allowing themselves to accept that they feel this way. Okay, so this is great because the email that I have in front of me that inspired the show, the person who's family member died is in a depression Mm. okay and I think that's the answer to your question if we don't and I talked about this before you got here if we don't deal with our emotions they fester inside of us and I said if you're lucky you get anxiety or depression if you're unlucky you get a disease um so that's what I said people will find it strange that I think it's being lucky to get anxiety or depression but the longer I do my career the more I think anxiety and depression is a gift so that's a whole other show we can that's talk about that's a good show yeah it's a good show but I think that depression is imminent because there's a lot of emotions in grief there's anger there's sadness in this case you know there was a medical negligence case okay how could you not be angry? I know people who have gone through this where one moment their spouse was alive and the next moment the doctors didn't handle it properly and their spouse was no longer alive. How could you not be angry? But you know the thing about anger is that if you don't deal with the anger, it comes to get you. Yeah. So you tell we tell people to deal with it. And then people but then we tell people not to be victims. So they get confused. So you have to deal with the anger and then you have to be able to move beyond the anger. You can't mm-hmm. stay angry yes. or else you're getting sick. Georgia? Yes, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Those stages, you have to allow yourself that process. I have a lot of people that come in as well, Sandra, and they they say to me, and and this is, I'll, I'll ask you this as the question is, like, they say to me, well, you know, they should be done already. Hurry it up, get over this so we can continue. How long is it okay Uh. to (laughs) grieve? Okay, so I'm on the hot seat, and it's such a great question, so thank you. So this is the answer. Are you guys ready? This is the answer. Drum roll. 
there is no timeline for grief and is very wrong when we do that because that's saying that there's the same problem that people get in trouble in many aspects in their life, that there's one rule book of life. Mm-hmm. There is not one rule book of life. There are many rule books. So how Georgia lost a parent last year, I lost a parent last year. How Georgia deals with it, how I deal with it are not going to be the same. Can you imagine if I went up to her and said, well, like I'm done with it. So why aren't you done with it? Right. That would not be cool. Okay. <laughs> So you have to, that's where we are critical voice. We have to be careful of telling ourselves when we should be over it. So I think you just got to point number three, which is that it takes as long as it takes. Beautiful. It takes as long as it takes. Yes. Okay. As long as we understand. Say it. Yes. Yes. We're not staying forever. You're not avoiding it. You're actually going to be. You're going to deal with it. Beautiful. Because if you avoid it, you're going to wallow. Yes. Okay. And then it's going to define you. So this woman here who's this horrible situation, she has a big decision to make. Is is it going to define her life? And that is so hard. If you're listening, my friend in Croatia, I feel your pain. We are not flip in saying this, and we do not take this lightly. Losing a family member is horrible. There are almost no words horrible doesn't even capture it. Mm -hmm. But we, again, we are alive. And so are we going to be defined by one moment in our life, whether it's grief, whether it's a heartbreak, whether it's, you know, someone who was talking to me about they had a breakup and that's a loss, so they don't date anymore. Then you're being defined by that moment. So... What do, you, what do you do in that situation? One of the strategies I talk to people about, I wonder if you think about this, is if it is something that you, you're like, well, that's nice, but I, I can't, I am defined by this. I cannot move beyond this. How do you move behind this, Sandra? Sometimes I've had that when parents lose a child, the ultimate yes, loss. The ultimate loss. And we talk a little bit about how can we find meaning in it? There's no meaning in losing a child, but is there something that we could take away where we could be of service to other people? I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I, I always, um, it, it's a horrible thing to even think about, um, you know, you, what you want to do is know that your child, if, if you lose a child, they would not want to have you unhappy because of them Wow, and their loss. You need to say more on that. That's very important. You know, think about what they would want for you and how they would want you to live for them. Mm. Um, it's, it's just... It's so heartbreaking, but they wouldn't want to see you sad. Well, that's so well said. They would not want to see you sad. So if you, God forbid, lost that child, you have to draw, you're giving a strategy here where you draw in and imagine your child alive. And the, what would be the message they would give you? Yeah. Mom, I want you to live and I want you to maybe teach people about this or maybe share some of my hobbies or I don't know. But, yes, you know, be we're, we're, we're both crying yeah. here because yeah. the empathy for that is, I mean, there's no way you can be like, like flip about somebody losing a child. It's, it's like, no, it's unimaginable. It is. I, I, it's, it's just you. And again, it, it is easy to say you take it moment by moment, breath by breath. Mm. It's, it's not something that we deal with that, you know, you're just going to feel better. You know, I can't believe it. A break is upon us on such a loaded topic. But, you know, let's sort of sit with that for a moment and consider that we obviously never hope that something horrible will happen. None of us want to lose someone we love. These are strategies not meant to say that you don't have a right to wallow. You do. 
these are strategies not to say that this is not a serious and difficult situation. These are strategies to bring you back to the gift that we have that's called life. We'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Rich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So we're back on such an important topic. I really want to thank my new friend in Spain, um, who wrote to me about this topic. I really appreciate it. And any of you here have topics you want to talk about. We love that. So please write to us. Um, so we were talking about, you know, the, you know, the one that's one of the biggest challenges is if you lose a child and, you know, we were getting a little choked up about that because it's, it's almost hard to talk about strategies because we certainly have a lot of empathy about the fact that it is so impossible to deal with that. It's such a difficult situation. Um, Georgia had said, a wonderful strategy of imagining that your um, child would not want to see you like that. And um, again, we also ended up on the point that it is a gift to be alive. So 
even in tragedy, one of the things that made an impression on me when my own mother died, it was a weird moment, but about an hour after the funeral, we were hungry and we went to eat. And it seems so weird. Like, how could you go eat after your mom dies? But you do. But what if they're in a place, Sandra, I'll play devil's advocate, where they say, you know what, this is not a gift to be alive. I'm just suffering and I can't even eat or get out of bed or even breathing is painful. How do you kick yourself out of that that gear of of to be able to get to the point where you know there's purpose again well first of all i would you know i think step one i mean i was going to say you might want to find a professional but you know what i have to go back one step because you wouldn't even do that yet so i do think that you do have to have a very harsh talk with yourself not mean but a serious one which is and maybe this is a talk that everybody needs to have in their life, apart from the grief show that we're doing. Do you choose to be alive? Do you want to be alive? I was just listening to a podcast or an interview of uh, Carolyn Miss, who's fabulous, fabulous. If you follow her work, she's very interesting. And she was saying that um, a lot of her work is on illness in the body. And she was saying that not everybody, that we all act like we choose to be alive, but it's not sure that we choose to be alive. You have to decide if you want to live. So if you decide, I don't want to live anymore, okay? I mean, that's not the choice we hope for for you. And that's where I might want to suggest you speak with a therapist, at least give yourself that deal to call a therapist. You can always call us. We can try to see if we can find someone in your part of the country or we do Skype. Not as a sales strategy. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I want you to have some resources. Um, We can send you in other directions, no problem. Or you could go to your local CLSC if you're in Quebec and in the States. I'm sure there's places also that you can go um, to run it by a good friend or a professional. But you do have to choose if you want to be alive. So I think that's a question you have to ask yourself. I've lost my child. Do I want to be alive? And I don't think anyone can tell you the correct answer. What do you think? I do. I do. And I think that you really want to give yourself the opportunity that, you know, that you you do as much as you can to see where you are feeling. I think that you need to, like, some good strategies would be maybe journaling yep. or listening to music. and nothing is going to really make you feel better. It's almost like you're passing the time and trying just not to make yourself feel worse. Yeah. And if there's a lot of time to that, but if you go through things and especially if you have other children or other family members and other people that are dealing with that often, if you're lucky that you have a group of people around you that are supportive, you can have that feeling of community. A lot of people ask the question of why, what is grief? Why do we even have that? What what does that do? Mm. And they've gone through animal studies of animals that exhibit grief-like Behaviors. reactions, mm-hmm. elephants and, and, and other creatures of acknowledging grief and that it's about us bringing us together and learning yeah. about empathy and care and community and feeling that there's more to this. Well, I think you're really on to something there. And I think that's almost like strategy number four is if you do go see a therapist, a good therapist is going to be talking about those key elements, such as social support that you just brought up. Okay, this is a time to allow people to help you. And that might be hard for people. Very hard. Mm. And very hard, especially those of us who are used to being caregivers Yes. Um, to ask for help. But it's a great time to allow people to help you. And believe me, as a recovering caregiver, you can get better at this. Allow people to, it does, it does everybody a service, food, sleep, 
exercise. So you don't, nobody's saying you're going to feel better, but can we have you eating and sleeping and moving your body? Let's start with that and then let's evaluate if you don't want to be alive. But let's start with that. Like, let's do a little experiment. So, so because we tend to want to isolate and you brought up such a good point because you said our society is uncomfortable. So if you go isolate yourself, people will probably let you isolate yourself because they're going to think that's what you want. Yes. And it becomes very vicious, vicious. circle. Yeah. And, a, and a good thing is that if you are, you know, you have a, a family member, someone that you know that is going through a period of grief or mourning for whatever it could be. And now we're often talking about death, but it could also be a loss of a job or, um, you know, you're getting divorced or you have to move or like it could be many things yeah. that cause you grief. A great thing is not to ask them what they need, but to just do something that they may need. So maybe bring mm. them some food or do their laundry or say, I'm going to watch over the kids to give you a night off and just offer it. Don't, I wouldn't even say not even offer it. Just bring it, (laughs) bring it. We, you know, we did this and they can eat it if they want or throw it out if they don't want. Oh, you're so good at that. Actually. That's one of your strengths. You're very, very good at doing that, Georgia. Yeah. It's beautiful. Like even when I'm sick, you'll do that. You'll, you'll say like, you know, I'll bring you soup. You know, and I think really like it's, I think you bring up a point also is to not wait for the person to say, okay, just leave it on their front steps. Like don't force yourself upon them, but say it's out there if you want it, you know, and, and give people options. You see, the thing is that I know myself, and I think you're like this too, and many of you listening, sometimes I feel like I don't want people around me, but that doesn't mean it's what I need. It's what I feel like. I want to... I- isolate when I'm miserable. That's how I am. Since I was a child, my parents would say, we know when we don't hear from you, that's a bad sign. Okay. And I have a sibling. My parents would say, we know we hear from her when there's trouble. Okay. People manifest differently. I like to take my problems and deal with them myself. However, I've come to see that that's not always a great strategy. Social support is so important. So I'm so grateful that you brought up that point. And it's so sometimes counterintuitive to want to be with people when you, and you have a tendency of feeling, well, they don't understand. They haven't been through this. And that's where support groups can also be very, very helpful. Oh, that's a good point. You know, if you get an illness or you lose a child or you've had a miscarriage, which I want to talk about next because we don't talk nearly enough about the grief with Mm. losing um, a baby that you haven't given birth to because our society tends to say, oh, well, you know, you can have another one. It's okay. Uh, Yeah, but the mother often doesn't feel that way. And that can be very complicated grief too, is that sometimes, first of all, we can talk with people who haven't been through it because they've gone through loss. We've all gone through loss. And if it doesn't feel specific enough, luckily in North America, and I'm pretty sure Europe too, there are support groups on everything. What is there not a support group on? I would say another strategy is give it a try. Oh, I like Give it a try. I like that. Yeah. Even if you feel it's not going to work. Research in psychology, by the way, I remember reading years ago, shows that we're very bad predictors. When we think something's going to be a lot of fun, it often is not. And when we think something's going to be horrible, it often is fun. We're lousy fortune tellers. We really are. So it's always good to give it a try and see where we go to from that. I like that. Do you agree, Georgia, on the miscarriage thing that sometimes we... You know, and it's never happened to me. I have to tell you, I've never been through a miscarriage. But I think that I remember learning in school that we tend to be cavalier about miscarriages. Yes, I I absolutely agree. And not just miscarriages. Perhaps you are unable to get pregnant. And you are watching your friends get pregnant. There's a lot of difficulty in that that is not spoken about. And most people will dismiss 
because they're uncomfortable with you having the grief or sadness of that. They're uncomfortable and you want to check with yourself, are, is, am I trying to stop them because I'm uncomfortable with having someone else that is upset around me because I want to try to fix it or make it better. So I would say another strategy would be don't try to fix it. You cannot fix someone else's grief but you can be there. You don't have to fix it. Okay, well, that brings up a big question I have for you. I, I'm, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to put you on the hot seat. Mm. So imagine um, somebody can't get pregnant. Yes. And you, you're, very, you're a sensitive type, and you find out you're pregnant. Yes. Should you be hiding it from that person? Should you be telling your friends not to talk about their pregnancies? What should you do? So I, I think that really I... I, you want, and, and this would be different for each person, but you don't want to hide it because this is going to be something that may be very uncomfortable with them. But you also want to be sensitive of not talking about pregnancy the entire time and the joys of that in front of them. And if they can't come to your baby shower, you want to understand yeah. that it can be very, very difficult. There's a lot of very strong emotions. And so I would say be sensitive about it. I might mention it so that it's not something that's being hidden from because I would feel really bad if someone hid something from me Mm. and then take their cue. They change the subject, go with it. They want to talk about it, talk about it. Great advice. Great advice. So, you know, what we're trying to do on the show and what I'm hearing from both of us is that we're trying to change that sort of old mentality that we, you know, it's like, you know, we don't discuss grief and like, let's hide and forget about it. We want to make it normalize it. We also want to teach people not to be defined by it because it's a part of life. We talked before the last break about it being part of life and choosing life, Mm -hmm. but choosing life includes grief. Yes. Yes. Choosing life includes grief. There's no way to get out unscathed. Yes. Okay, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back to try to bring this topic home and review some of the strategies. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. 
Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. Well, this is turning out to be a really a gift to us as much as hopefully you guys to do a show on grief because it's not like Georgia and I have not and will not go through grief in our lives. So we really, really thank you guys for writing to me and letting me know that this is a topic that you want to discuss because I think it's so important and we've got our producer discussing it with us. Everybody's in on the topic. So we have three things we want to get through and we're out almost out of time. So one thing we want to talk about is that we have to be careful about the romantic nature of grief slash depression. Now, that sounds odd, but let me let me put a little framework here. You break up with your husband, let's say. There's a pivotal moment. Your husband cheats on you, perhaps. Okay, There's a pivotal moment in your life. Uh, he walks out the door. He's cheating on you. It's over. And you go through grief, but instead of working through it, it becomes a romantic fantasy of what could have been with him and you become completely defined by it. So there's no chance of meeting someone else. There's no chance of building a story with someone else because there's something very romantic about what couldn't have been. Oh, that's so beautifully. That's so beautifully sad. And unfortunately, our memories, when we're going through a feeling of period of sadness and grief after, we will idealize Mm -hmm. that situation and that relationship. And rarely will that be the truth. Our memories will nostalgia. hold on to the party. It's nostalgic, but it is rarely that honest. And so often people say, but it was perfect. It was the great relationship. Not it was true. the best. And if that were the case, then it probably would not have ended. You know, I read about right? once that said it's not called a break a breakup if it wasn't broken. Right. There's right. something that was right. happening, or maybe they didn't feel for you, and you wouldn't want to be with someone that didn't feel for you. Even if for you, they were the perfect person, you wouldn't want someone that didn't feel the same way to you. So well It's the same said. reason so that if you've ever been through childbirth, you do it again. You forget all of the <laughs> stuff you went through if that happens. Like, there's, there's different things that we change in our yeah. life to allow us to go on. Forgetting is a way of healing. But you also don't want to romanticize things. This was so well said. And I think it brings up the point of nostalgia. And just, you know, so we make sure this is clear, is nostalgia is studied in psychology. And it's studied that the good old days weren't that great. Mm-hmm. But we tell ourselves the good old days were exactly what you said. We look through it with rose-tinted glasses and remember the good and eliminate all the bad. This brings me to point number two, is it's part of the grief, a very big part of the grief is the death of the dream. It's mm. not always the death of the relationship or what even God forbid the pregnancy or whatever it is. It's the death of the dream. All the plans you had. Okay. It's letting that go. Mm. And that's hard because you had a dream and you, you hoped that your marriage would work and you hoped that baby was coming and whatever it is, you had a vision and a lot of the grief work is letting go of the dream. Your thoughts, Georgia Dow. 
Yes, I, I absolutely agree that. And it's, that's a difficult thing to be able to move on, to move on with something that you did not expect or that is different from what you hoped for. That takes a lot of strength and it changes your entire, you have to create a new outlook on what you want to have in life. Um, I was wanting to say another piece that I often see is that often people equate the level of their grief to the amount they love that person. Right. And so it's not cool if you move on. It means yes. that you didn't love the person. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't really love. If you can move on, then you didn't really love them or care. And so that goes into that romantic notion of the more I grieve is the more that I love them. And and society might even judge you then. There we go. Yes. Okay. Exactly. So what do exactly. you? So if I come back to work after a few weeks, if a parent died, yes, or my marriage ended, or God forbid, whatever unspeakable tragedy, society might say, oh, "She's cold." Like, come on. Yes. So there's some guilt then. So yes. how am I supposed to may, suffer? They may even suffer. say. They may even say, "Wow, I can't." And not meaning it, maybe even in hardship, but wow, I, I don't understand how you can come back to work. It, maybe even it's a compliment. I don't understand how you can come back to work so quickly after, you know, going through this or that or losing a child or the miss. And then you might feel guilt of some right. judgment. So what do you like, do? Oh, wait. What do you do if you, God forbid, lost a child and you have, someone tells a joke and you find it funny? Yes. Are you allowed to laugh? Yes. You want to laugh. You want to laugh. You have to keep on living. Really? Say more. Say more. People are gonna say, "How is she laughing? Like she lost her child." Like, but that's how you memorialize how beautiful life is. Is its fragility? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's so important. And I think that it comes back to the point also that we grieve in different ways. So we have to be careful about judgments. Yes. And a lot of people, when they feel sadness or hardship or difficulty, may like laugh or want to deal with that or be really angry. And that's okay. There isn't just, as you said at the beginning, wrap that around back. There isn't just one way. You want to be accepting and non-judgmental of someone else because you don't know what they're really going through on the inside. What you see on the outside is is not what you really know what they're going through on the inside. And you don't want to be judgmental to that because it's it's very difficult thing. We're not taught how to grieve in our society. Which is where we're coming full circle. And I'm so grateful to have you here today because it is such a complicated t- topic. And what we're talking about was complicated grief where it can be a problem. And working through different emotions is part of it. Mm. Sadness, anger, even laughter. Yes, laughter. Like I remember being at the funeral home and finding out things about my mother I didn't know. And there's this nervous mm-hmm. laughter like, what? Yes. You know? But it was, it's part of purging those emotions instead of getting them stuck in you so we have to have more conversations about this to normalize grief yes to come back to feeling many different emotions yes and being happy and laughing does not mean that you do not feel the pain and it being does able not to mean you forgot on. your child no or your boy, ex-boyfriend and that's what they would want for you come back to that one more time georgia they would they would not want you to suffer they would not want you to suffer. You say that with tears in your eyes. Tell me yeah, why. No, <laughs> I was thinking, please don't ask me a question. I don't want to be able to say it. It's because it's it's what they, they, how would they want you to live? What would be their advice to you? They wouldn't want their memory to cause you pain. Absolutely. So please don't do that to their memory, to be a memory of sadness. You know, I, I, there's no topping that, Georgia. That's so beautiful and such a gift to the listeners. I thank you so much for not just your wisdom, but your heart, which is, I wish you could see her. Like she's just fully in. And again, you've experienced this. I have. No one gets out of life unscathed nope. and you've experienced it and it's not fun. 
Loss is not fun. And for you to come here and offer these strategies, I am so very grateful to you. So thank you so much. And you've offered such brilliance to our listeners, as always. She's being all sheepish, but it's true. Thank you, Georgia. Thank you for having me, Sanja. And I really want to thank, again, my listener in Spain who wanted to improve her English and start listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich for giving us the gift of talking about a topic that we didn't think of, but yet so very important. So thank you out there in Spain. That is, unfortunately, all the time we have today. Uh, before we sign off, I'd like to thank... Um, Again, our sponsor, Spominary, for helping to make this show possible. Another big thank you to Georgia Dow, top psychotherapist. Um, I always ask her to say what phone number people can reach her at, but she never remembers, so I'll say it. Uh, If you want to reach Georgia, she's laughing. See this? She was crying a minute ago. She's laughing now. I tell you. 514-777-4530. Uh, That's the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression. Um, You can also follow her and myself on Facebook um, under Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. I've got all the details about Georgia there as well. Um, And I want to thank all the listeners so much for supporting this show. It's been quite a journey with you guys, so thank you very much. If you're interested in anything that was mentioned and uh, we didn't give you details, you can always go to the website, sorry, website, helpforanxietydepression.com. If you want to hear this show or pass it on to a friend to listen to it, um, not live, that's no problem. They're all posted at straighttalksandareesh.com. Um, also, you can hear it on your iPhone or on iTunes under Straight Talk with Sandra Reach. And if you do have questions about grief or any other topic, info at helpforanxietydepression.com. If you are a professional and you're looking for keynote speakers or training on anxiety, depression, emotional regulation, or living a purposeful life, remember I'm your source for evidence-based practice and education. And when I say I, I really mean we, because Georgia and I often do some speaking engagements together. Um, for today, though, I'm going to say my name is Sandra Reach, and I promise promise I'll help you learn to live your best life again next Thursday, same time, same channel. In the meanwhile, this is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich, and my message to you today is keep your eyes on the stars. And also, if you want more information on depression, and perhaps if you're going through grief, we do have a video um, that deals with this. What's that all about, Georgia? Very quickly. We go through what is depression, what is anxiety, how to get out of it. It goes through all the different techniques. Same as what we talked about. So you can solve this problem in the comfort of your own home. And where do they find this video? You can look online, and it's anxiety-videos.com. Okay. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and we'll tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life.